Welcome to the show, Jeff Stump from Kansas. You knew you are going to be a new episodic character in the MLC show called The Big Show. I'm happy to be here, Matt. Thanks for asking me. A few unique interactions throughout the spring, and this is actually my last day. We have a we're headed to Chad Thompson's in Westington Springs, South Dakota, and uh, going to stop at Corey Thompson's on the way out of south dakota and then possibly run by a little guy by the name of merle dudes on the way home i'll be home in my own bed by tonight after a what is today jeff after a 73 day marathon since march 10th my kids are gonna say hey daddy who the hell are you yeah who is that guy topic number one would be uh a little sale in Texas, march 5th this is five days previous to me leaving to go on my trip, there was like a nuclear bomb that went off in uh, in Hereford, Texas. A little guy by the name of Brian Martin sells a King Cobra Monopoly steer for $140,000. Bred in him right here. Here we go. Now 10,000, 10, 15,000, now 20, now 25, 35, 45, 40 probably pipe in a little bit of that Steve Bonham auctioneer sound I mean I don't know anything but that'd been fun to sell one for 140,000 huh come on well I mean I think that it, it comes down to when you see the one that you think is that competitive and you have the means you just you just keep going and damn sure it gets extra competitive in that Texas market too excuse me the first big deal out on the road was I think it was my second morning I visited the Flight 93 National Memorial in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Jeff Stump, my question to you is, where were you on 9-11-2001? Yeah, 9-11-2001. Well, on 9-10, I had worked really late that night and um, woke up to my radio and could not even get my bearings. Um, Walked upstairs. My dad was watching the TV. He'd recently retired. Just he pretty well said, "He goes, man, our our country has changed forever." He was not lying. It is, uh, it's something that's still very vivid in my mind. Uh, very sobering time. And you know, you've been to the Flight 93 Memorial. Um, when my wife and I took our honeymoon to New York City, we went to the uh, World Trade Center Memorial, which I mean, just humbling. Anybody that's anywhere close needs to go and uh, see a very important part of our history, very sombering part of our history, but. Uh, yeah. But, boy, it's moving. Some of the uh, – now, I can't say – I can't speak for you politically, Jeff, but, I mean, some of the bullshit that's going on here in the country the last 15 months since old uh, Dementia Joe got into office, it makes me reflect back on 9-11-2001, and it's like, what was all that, you know, rah-rah spirit for if now, 20 years later, we just don't – we don't have American pride under certain segments of the audience. Now, everybody that's listening to this, I promise you, we've made our views stated. I doubt there's too many libtards watching this episode. But uh, I guess my point would be, you know, I, we went through the Revolutionary War. I'm a history buff. We went through the Civil War. We went through World War II. I mean, we went through crazy events like JFK getting assassinated. We went through 9-11, 2001. 
And then we went through that election fraud, and those would be the highlights, like land landmark events in the history of the United States. And now we're paying for that stolen election with all these stupid decisions made by our stupid leaders, and that goes double for you stupid-ass Joe Biden. Jeff, but, I mean, you can say uh, Parcheesi if you just want to move on to the next uh, topic. Well, I'll say that um, I definitely bend towards the side of being more conservative. Um, but mm-hmm. right, right post 9-11, the unity that our country had right then is probably the thing that I can say I miss the most. I mean, it, it was pretty easy to get everybody on the side of doing something that you knew was going to be right, you knew was going to be productive. Yeah. And, um, you know, we were at a time then where we didn't necessarily know what all the right moves are. More recently, we've seen that with COVID. At the beginning of that, mm-hmm. you didn't know what the right move or the wrong move was. It's That's easy right. to look back and point fingers. But the fact that you can get you everybody are, I gotta the same say, page. You are going to be an awesome episodic guest. I can tell with your reply, you know when to push the gas and you know when to push the brakes. So good job. Oh, you don't Jeff. even have brakes, do you? I'm really indifferent right now. I mean, if people want the jab, go get the jab. If people don't want the jab, then don't get the jab. Uh, treatment protocols that a guy can follow if uh, you don't get the jab or if you do get the jab. There, there's plenty of options. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to go down that road. We'll briefly talk about an I am here I-80 at uh, that steer was scooped up by Nelson England. And much like old No Guts, No Glory Monopoly that became internet famous this morning on the RJ deal and him not telling me where my calf is, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I am here, I-80 from Cody Filgus, that'll be in Nelson's Labor Day sale, is going to make people's mouth water. Probably one of the, after 72 days on the road, you just have those calves that you look back on, and uh, that would be one of my top 10 favorites easily. I think that one thing I can say from what you just were talking about there, if you could go back through all of your podcasts, I haven't listened to all of them because you've put out so many. Yep. I haven't made it to all of them yet, but I'm pretty sure that the number one most used phrase would be here or I am here. I 80. Yep. Was that, is that a fair statement? (laughs) I mean, I just, I guess in the, this is just a statement on the industry right now. I think that flushing and AI Flushing is growing. AI is, is shrinking slightly. So I think if, I mean, it's getting more specialized is what I'm trying to say. So if people have that I-80 cow that's backed by a, a, a little bit colder bloodline behind that I-80 cow, I think it's a no-brainer to breed it to am here because I've seen a dozen or more, like two dozen exceptionally high-quality calves out of that cross. So if you can identify those matings, which lead to genetic efficiency and just the optimum outcome. I think that's what this podcast has allowed me to do. Much the same King Cobra back on a clubby bred cow. It just works. I guarantee it. The one observation that I had in my eastern trip east of the Mississippi compared to the western market is I had my knee-high mud boots on every freaking day for three or four weeks while I was gone in the eastern market. And then I got into Kansas. Hell, I came back by and saw you in my first day or two in Kansas. Head out west. Uh, wore nothing but tennis shoes the rest of the time, except for maybe a day or two in the last week or two. Uh, Western market was super dry. Eastern market was super wet. Wet. Uh, have you gotten any rain lately, Jeff? Uh, we finally have started getting a little bit of rain. Um, still on the dry side, but far better off than we were. I know uh, you go southwest from here, and there's a lot of people that can still use another big drink. At some point in a week or 10 days into my Western swing, I 
recorded a video cast that we posted on Facebook with Brad Hanowitz because we're going to start this once weekly podcasting venture once a week on Sundays. Where did that, what road did that take you down, Matt? Well, 119 shows later, the big <laughs> show is the largest ag podcast in the world. The data is still coming in, so that can be debated. Kevin Mears, I mean, talk briefly about Kevin Mears, my executive producer, uh, muting me. And uh, the new episodic character, Lyle Jackson of the Ag Podcasting Weekly. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I have about 70 different characters on the show in terms of like people that I want to bring back more often. Now, my top four list of all time in terms of guests and episodic and recurring episodes definitely would be Kevin Mears, Matt Huber, Matt Popelka, and Jeff Stump. Not in that order. It's just kind of a mashup. You guys are four middle-aged, balding white guys like me that are chubby, and I just think we have that in common. Well, I think that's kind of fake news because I'm I'm fine with being the bottom of the class, but I'm not balding. I mean, I am graying. But uh, I'm actually with you there. I'm not balding either. But uh, Matt Huber and uh, Matt Popelka and Kevin Mears, we won't talk about that. So Popelka, Popelka definitely, I mean, his forehead get, keeps on getting bigger, doesn't it? <laughs> for yeah, sure. He was, he was the preacher in my wedding. So, Brief highlights of the 117 shows. Could you pick out one or two that stick out to you in your mind? Keep doing what you're doing. Get, um, get some of the guys on that have been around this deal forever, seen a lot of success. You know, I really enjoyed um, Caldwell's deal. I enjoyed Geyer's quite a bit, but I think back to when I first, you know, wanted to be a part of any of this business, those were the guys that were in the area where I was at and looked up to um, a lot. Talking with another mutual friend of ours about how if uh, Maddie decides to get a Denver steer, you're going to have to polish your skills up, and uh, and we probably ought to let you know that you can't use graphite in Denver. I know that'll that'll <laughs> cripple you. That's going to be your handicap. That's definitely. That's definitely something that we need to podcast about, about the year that Matt Lautner was covered head-to-toe in the Oklahoma Beef Expo backdrop picture with uh, graphite, head-to-toe. <laughs> that were good old memories of uh, JB back in the day and Pete Burmeister and Jeff Stump. And then a man, what a man ought to do, old Matt Copeland. He needs to be on the show. Uh, He's a good egg. As we look towards these next eight days, I think we need to get some of these young punks in here. Not young punks in terms of, like, I was a young punk, but these young guns, such as a Nelson England. I know you listen to the show. You talk to me every day. I can't believe you're you're just too scaredy cat to come on my damn podcast. And then people that I'm not sure if they listen to the show, aren't sure you need to try to get a Joe Hare type, a, a Nolan Ferguson type, a Michael Griner type in more long form. I know that he joined me briefly to announce that the outsider was going up to a hundred dollars a straw. And that's something that we can briefly mention on June 1st outsider DJS outsider, the show Horn bull. We're up down under 600 units. Now, uh, going to need, uh, to go up to 250. If we sell out a hundred dollars a straw before June 1st, then I guess there won't be any semen at 250, but yeah, if people want to buy that hundred dollars, DJS Outsider Seaman, reach out to my office, 515-391-9540. I just put a high dollar straw of that stuff in a cow two days ago. There you go. Good old shorn bull. Uh, I'm glad that I met Jeff Stump 20 years ago because I, I have a feeling that I'm going to I'm gonna at least offer to gift this deal to you on June 1st because, man, <laughs> you're good on the radio. You're you're like the next Rush Limbaugh almost. Is that better than old Matt Popelka who said he couldn't do it because he had a modeling career waiting for him? 
Well, I'm a little more modest than Matt. You know, um, my modeling career might might not hit all the mainstream publications. <laughs> we'll uh, pile in here in the last few episodes of the show. I got something extra special planned in the works. Sounds great, Matt. We'll look forward to it. Thank you.